You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey y'all, welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist, episode number 84, Medicine is Broken, Not You. I'm so glad to have you back. And for our new listeners out there, welcome. We're so glad to have you. Um, Before we get started, I want to let you know that enrollment is currently open for the Happy Gynecologist group as this podcast airs, okay? But it's going to be closing uh, Friday night, so tomorrow night, May 20th, okay, Um, at midnight. So don't let OBGYN life get in the way. Don't get caught up. You know, I know how we are. <laughs> if you've been thinking about joining, now is the time. So go get your spot before the doors close tomorrow night. Okay. You can enroll at coach-miles.com forward slash enroll. And for those of you that aren't as familiar, this is my six month uh, coaching program. Um, we help you fix and prevent burnout. We help you uplevel your life. We do all kinds of fun things. We have so much fun. And uh, I would love to have you. And so um, if you want to learn more, like if you are like, oh, yeah, this sounds great. I, I don't know. I need to learn more. Then you can always go read about it on my website. Um, there's a button that says Happy Gynecologist Group. And you can go find more information there at coach-miles.com. Um, and then you can also go, like, if you guys um, are subscribed over on the free resource page to get the free access to the webinar recordings. You can go to free resources there, scroll all the way down. You can sign up and get like immediate access to all the webinar recordings. Um, And you can watch the most recent one, How to Gain Confidence in the OR. And at the end, I tell you all the details. So you can like fast forward to that if you're wanting to know even more details. and, and yeah, so there you go. Okay. Go grab your spot though. I want to see you. I want to see you on the inside. So, all right. So today I want to talk to you about how medicine is broken, not you. <laughs> um, and what brought this up? I had a really good question the other day, a really good kind of conversation um, with someone on social media. And I was talking about how the culture of medicine really sets us up to, to burn out. And someone asked, you know, like, when are we as OBGYNs going to just say enough is enough and change the system so that everybody stops leaving, right? And I love this question because there's so many facets I would love to discuss. Like, this one question I feel like I could talk hours about, but I won't do that to you. Um, So my short answer is, well, some of us are saying enough is enough. (laughs) You know, like, medicine has to change or we won't survive, you know, being part of it. Um, And because there's a lot of us out there that have been through burnout, we know what it's like, um, and we're aware that we can't keep this up, how we're we're doing this, this whole medicine thing, how it is right now, right? We're saying that, right? But for many docs, they face burnout, and maybe they know it's burnout, or maybe they don't, maybe it just becomes too much, they don't know what to do. So essentially, they leave medicine as an act of self-preservation, right? Uh, and that's that's how they protect themselves or care for themselves. And I have no judgment there, okay? I really don't. So, you know, uh, the, the other part, though, of the question that I get frequently whenever we're discussing this is kind of this, this questioning of like, well, why aren't you holding medicine responsible? Aren't you like frustrated with with medicine and how toxic it is and, and like the culture of medicine that's led to this. Why, why are you focusing on trying to help doctors fix their thoughts instead of trying to focus on fixing medicine? And that's a very complex thing. Okay. And so, because I don't think it's one or the other. Okay. I want to help 
doctors address their thoughts so that they can tolerate the shit show that medicine is if they choose to. Okay. Um, but doctors don't need to be fixed, right? We don't need to fix our thoughts. Does medicine need to be fixed? Yes, of course. But how do we do that? Well, we change our thoughts. So I think it's all connected. Okay. And so the first thing is I want to be very, very clear here. Like whenever we talk about changing our thoughts and our feelings here and how we approach things, we are not absolving medicine of its issues. Okay. And we are definitely not like victim blaming. I, I never want you to use this work or take what I say to be like gaslighting, right? Like you, we don't do that. We don't use this work to gaslight ourselves. <laughs> I'm not doing it to gaslight you and, and be like, no, actually it's you that's the problem. No, we, you know, so we don't try to just like think that medicine is all great so we can feel better. We aren't just thinking happy thoughts about a system that's broken. That's not the point, right? I think, I think the point is, is that Whenever we look at, at our thoughts and look at our facts and we try and make sense of, of what's happening for us, I think that, you know, where we need to start is that medicine as a culture, it, it leads us to burnout, okay? And for me, that is a fact. That is a circumstance. That is not just my thought. I cannot um, choose to not think that. I think that the system in general is something that needs addressed, it needs improved, it needs fixed, whatever you want to call it, okay? It is a problem. And the reason is, is that medicine teaches us so many unspoken rules um, and, and kind of conditions us that we need to work harder, we need to strive for more, we need to put ourselves last. And it teaches us that, you know, to do these things, or that, that we need to do these things, I guess, so that we can be successful, right? And we've all worked really hard to get here. So of course we want to be successful. We want to succeed. We all want to do that. And so I think what we have to realize though, is that, you know, the ways of medicine, the cultural norms of medicine come from a different time, right? They come from time where residents actually resided at the hospital and all the physicians were men, right? And when many of these values and norms were formed, medicine was a very different place, right? Charting wasn't extensive. There wasn't the, the legal climate of malpractice that we have today. Um, nurses didn't need a physician order for a Tums, right? Like it was a very different place um, that a lot of these beliefs and these values and these norms were created, right? You know, but now we are like constantly plugged in and we're reachable and um, we're you know, page for the Tums and we're required to chart a large amount of information and we're urged to increase our volume because reimbursements are low and we're judged on how happy um, our patients are um, with like their wait time and with their access to us. Like that's how we're judged is doing a good job. And, you know, many of us are also working moms trying to juggle home and work, right? So the beliefs that we are taught about how to be a good doctor, right? Things like good doctors keep their patients happy and good doctors work hard to be successful and that to have a thriving practice, you need to deliver your own patients. And if you hand off a patient to another doctor, it's dumping on them and you shouldn't do that. Or, you know, call, it's part of what we signed up for. Um, or, you know, things that we're taught like putting patients first and ourselves last. All of this is setting us up to work more um, you know, not take breaks, not listen to our own human needs. And 
you know, all of this pushes us to try to be the good doctors that we want to be by putting ourselves last, right? It sets us up to work more, to achieve that success, and it leads us to trying to keep everybody else happy, right? But we are still human. <laughs> we have human needs, right? And, but we're trained in medicine to ignore those as well, right? We, uh, you know, this is, this is where it's at. This is so frustrating to me. So, you know, then, you know, to pile on top of that, I want you to consider, you know, maybe we start a family, we have kids, and maybe the majority of the household tasks falls to us as women more, right? So we go home and we don't get a break because those tasks fall to us. Um, and because we want to be a good mom, we need to do all the good mom things too, right? There's a lot of um, things that we believe we need to do on top of all that to be a good mom. So there's a huge mismatch in what we need to do to be a a good doctor versus taking care of ourselves. And then you throw in trying to be a good mom or a good spouse or, you know, a good female. And it's, it's honestly, it's too much for one human to handle, right? We try to juggle it all, but medicine wasn't created for working moms, okay? It was created for upper-class white guys with housewives that stayed home, right? And they lived in a different world with, with minimal charting and you know, the nurses didn't, didn't call them in the middle of the night, right? So the problem is, is that many times we don't realize what the problem is exactly. We just blame medicine in general, right? But it really is these values and these beliefs that have built medicine and its culture that make it hard for us to thrive, okay? And, and these values are handed down to us in our training, you know, by what we are taught, either directly spoken or unspoken, right? And so that's where this podcast comes in, right? What I teach you here, that's where all this comes in. Because once we are able to identify a thought or a belief that isn't serving us or one that is leading us to burnout, once we have the ability to see those beliefs that medicine has conditioned us to believe, then we can stand up and say, like, no, I'm not okay with this. It's not healthy. It's unsafe. It's unsustainable, right? So once we realize or we become cognizant, there are things out there that we've been taught that don't help us in any way and that we do not have to continue to believe them. Once we are cognizant of that, we can choose whether to continue believing them or not, right? And so for an example, let's say that call is getting busier. Ever since you hired another partner, it's getting busier. You're up all night um, and every time you're on call, you're up all night and then you have clinic the next day usually. Um, and let's say your group also does 72-hour weekends, right? And you're really struggling after those if you're up all night every night, right? Not getting much relief, not much rest if you're up all night and then you're still on call the next day for three days in a row. So, you know, after experiencing a few of these weekends, maybe you start to think, this might not be safe for patients or for me driving home, right? So maybe you decide to talk with your boss to make it safer, Right? So you go and you meet with your boss and you tell him, I've been getting killed on call. It's really hard, especially the weekends. And maybe you're told that's what you signed up for when you became a doctor, right? This is one of those beliefs, <laughs> okay? So if you're cognizant that that is one of those things, then you can have the ability to say, well, no, you know, I'm not okay with this. It's not safe for, for me, not safe for my patients, right? You get to choose what you believe is best for you. And 
You don't have to be okay with things just because it's expected or that's what other people believe or just because it's in your contract. You don't have to be okay with it, okay? You don't have to agree to put yourself last and sacrifice your own health and your own well-being. You can choose to not be okay with this. And I think this really opens up conversations. And conversations are how we show others in medicine that there are other possible ways of thinking, okay? But if you're not cognizant of the fact that that's what you signed up for is a belief, right? If you don't understand that that's something that medicine has taught us to minimize our complaining, right? It's like this unspoken rule, or maybe you were taught, you know, that you were told this by like an upper level um, at some point or an attending. This is what we signed up for, right? If you, if you don't realize that that's just a, how we're conditioned or what we're taught or a belief that we have, you're just going to go through your life living as though that's the only possible truth, right? Like you're just, um, like that's how you live your life, right? And you not, you're not going to get very far in the conversation because if your boss says, well, that's what you signed up for, right? And then, then if you have that belief as well, if you share that belief, then you're going to be like, oh yeah, you're right. It is what I signed up for. And then you're going to go home and on the way home, you're going to be thinking, like, well, I guess there's just something wrong with me. I guess I'm not as good as the other docs because I'm really struggling and they must be doing okay. And, you know, yeah, I signed up for this, but why did I sign up for this? Like, this is terrible, you know? <laughs> and guess what? You're going to feel pretty shitty about yourself and you'll probably try to overcompensate somewhere else at work so you can be a good doctor because you want to be seen as being a good doctor, right? And then you're either going to burn out or find another job or leave medicine, right? The problem is, is that if you are not cognizant that the problem here is the belief that you have about getting killed on call, just being a part of what you signed up for, then you're going to take that belief with you to the next job. And maybe there's less call at your next job, so that works out, but maybe not. But likely you're going to take this belief and a whole bunch of other beliefs and you're still going to feel burnt out, even if everything's changed. That's what happened to me. That's my story. I didn't understand that I could choose to think differently, okay? That I could choose to believe differently in something that served me better whenever I was struggling, something that actually helped me instead of made me work even more. I didn't realize that was a choice, okay? And so I took all the thoughts and beliefs and things I was taught from, from medical school and residency, um, I still had all that stuff with me, and I took it to my next job, which had less call, less charting, less everything, okay? better everything, right? And I still felt burnt out, okay? Because I still had the same beliefs. So how we are going to change medicine is by realizing that there are a lot of things that we are taught and a lot of things that medicine conditions us to believe that are leading to the burnout that we physicians have, especially female physicians, and leading especially female physicians to leave medicine. Because not only are we having to juggle all the things at work, but we are then having to juggle all the things um, at home and all the things that, you know, uh, beliefs we have about being a good mom, okay? So there are a lot of things working against us in the burnout game, okay? So many of these unspoken rules and beliefs lead us to work more, complain less, and put ourselves last. Okay, so to change medicine, we first have to have the awareness of this, right? And once we are more aware of this, we see this play out, then we can stand up and say, hey, I'm not okay with this. It's not safe. I'm not okay with this. It's not okay with me. 
you know, that kind of thing. Okay. So don't mistake this podcast and the things that, that I teach as having a message that blames you for not thriving in medicine, because I assure you that is far from its purpose. The purpose of this podcast and the purpose of this work is to empower you to gain that awareness that you need to, to care for yourself, to put yourself first, because you're not the thing that needs to be fixed here. You are not broken. You do not need to fix yourself and your thoughts to feel better. Um, you do not need to think that everything is awesome so that you can keep being an OBGYN, right? What we do here is we gain the awareness that our thoughts are powerful, They're very powerful, and they lead us to feel a certain way. And whenever we feel that way, we take certain actions, right? And sometimes our thoughts are running so deep that they're so strongly conditioned in us from our training that we don't realize they're leading us to take certain actions like working more, staying up on call more, going in for deliveries more, okay, whenever we're not on call. All the things, whatever it is for you, okay, trying to keep everybody happy at home, at work, everywhere, right? So whatever it is, that runs deep, okay, but it's still optional, okay? You can still rewire your brain to believe something different because it's not helping us. And so, you know, whenever we make that realization that we don't actually have to believe that getting on, you know, getting killed on call is just what we signed up for, right? And that we shouldn't whine about it. Once we understand that that is something that medicine has taught us to believe, we can begin to think differently, okay? We, we can be, begin to realize that we deserve to take good care of ourselves. And this is when we can stand up and say, hey, I'm not okay with this, right? We can choose to not believe what medicine taught us, okay? And think about it. If each of you started putting, you know, putting yourself first, caring for yourself first, valuing yourself first, if each of you started doing this and each of you gained the awareness you know, to, to see something going on around you and thinking, wow, yeah, I'm not okay with that. That's when we start to change medicine, okay? Think about if you told one other OBGYN about this podcast, think about how many docs we could reach. If we all started catching the double standards and the beliefs and the unspoken rules that were conditioned into us by our training, I guarantee you there would be a huge shift in medicine as a culture because it's like, like once you see something, you can't unsee it, right? <laughs> once you like squeeze out all the toothpaste and to see what's inside that toothpaste tube, like there's no turning back. <laughs> you can't put it back in there. <laughs> so once you come to the realization that we are actually taught things that are truly harmful to our health, to our emotional well-being, our physical well-being, <laughs> in the name of keeping others healthy, you, you will not be able to unrealize that, right? And that's how we change the culture of medicine. That's how we fix medicine, by changing what we believe makes a good doctor, by changing how we think about ourselves and where we are on our own priority list, right? Like, are we at the bottom? Are we in the middle? Are we at the top, right? By changing what we teach our students, our residents, and, you know, those we are modeling for, what success looks like and how we get there. And we're going to change it one doc at a time, right? One doc at a time, gaining the awareness of how medicine has conditioned us to think in a way that's harmful. And then that one doc choosing themselves, <laughs> choosing themselves by standing up and saying, I'm not okay with this because we deserve better. 
all of us deserve better. And, you know, this is the stuff we work on in the Happy Gynecologist group. Whether, whether, whether the members listening are aware of it or not, we're learning to prioritize ourselves, to evaluate our beliefs, look at our thinking, look at what we've been taught, and decide on purpose what we want to choose to believe instead. If you want help discovering these beliefs for yourself, you should definitely join us. We would love to have you. Okay, enrollment's open till tomorrow night. For those of you out there, though, that are angry at medicine, frustrated by medicine, you just want to do something, let me tell you how you can make a big difference. You can make a huge difference in changing it right now. Go tell a friend. Go tell 20 friends about the podcast, this podcast, the Happy Gynecologist podcast, because this is our goal. We want to we help as many OBGYNs out there as possible. And this is how we change medicine right here. So after you do that, then gather your courage to stand up and say, I'm not okay with this. However that looks for you. I've got your back. I believe in you because you matter more than your job does and you deserve better. All right, y'all. That's what I have for you this week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can always get more free help from me by going to my website, www.coach-miles.com and clicking on free resources. If this work has helped you and you're interested in learning more about getting out of burnout and up-leveling your life as an OBGYN, definitely check out my six-month coaching program, The Happy Gynecologist Group. You can always get more information on my website, coach-miles.com.